Christmas in the books. Papa Noel, can he do it? Can he do it? <laughs> Hopefully it got you those socks you wanted. <laughs> yeah, happy holidays to everybody, man. Or as my aunt calls it, Happy white man capitalism day. So, couldn't get home this year, but uh, we home right now. 
Self Save Your Show. Mi casa su casa. <laughs> so <laughs> after that last episode, yeah, we're gonna have to give a disclaimer at this point. This is not for everybody. At, at this point, there's only probably three reasons why you're listening to this. <laughs> Maybe four. We'll say it was an accident. Uh, you know me. Um, or you, um, or you're into the information, I guess. Well, yeah, I, well, no, I guess. No, you're definitely into the information. No doubt. At least that's the hope. That's the hope is that you're familiar or you are interested in the information. And that's really it. That's really it. So hopefully we're, we're past the, um, the, you know, me personally, if you know me phase, you know, uh, hopefully the, the, the point is, is that you are interested in the information and either you're building on it or, you know, maybe you have another opinion because I'm just here to really ask questions. That's really it. I'm just really here to study and ask questions. So if anybody's got anything better, we, we, we're open ears over here. We want to hear it. You know, something productive. Not no not no damn argument or debate. And if, and if you come with a with an argument, let let it be valid, not based on your your regular old your feelings and your emotions when it comes to study leave your emotions out of it <laughs> that's the best thing i could it's the best advice right now i could give you when it comes to studying leave your 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 petty ass emotions out of it so anyway i said bless the dead man peace to everybody that first joint was by uh, Gil Scott Heron, the legend Gil Scott Heron. Now, I played him for a reason, and we're going to get to that. Um, the first time I seen Gil Scott, I seen him twice. I seen him once, and the first time I seen him was in Central Park. He was performing. Uh, and the second time I seen him was in Harlem, Marcus Garvey Park. And and that was special. So, you know, I think a year later he, he passed away. So uh, they call him like the, the father of rap the, or no, the godfather of rap. <laughs> and I guess James Brown would be the father of rap or whatever. They always say these things, man. But he, he had his own thing. He was doing his own thing. He came out the gate. They said he wasn't a very good singer, but clearly he had something. You know, his his poetry was built for, for those times. Um, and that's where that's where his magic lied. It lied in his poetry and it lied is lied in his uh his musical ability, his performance, his arrangements, his writing. 
that's where his magic was. And um, shit, I guess we can get into it. So the first time I ever heard Gil Scott, and I remember I went to, actually I went to one of his album release album releases too. He had it in the museum at the time. It was for his last release. I, I have no idea. Somebody produced it. They they found him. They tracked him down, and then they made this album. And um, I can't say I like the album too much. I mean, what what can you do? It was his first album in like 20, 25, 30 years, or however long it was. But there's a few things that that brought him back to prominence, and one of the main things that brought him back into uh, the people's eye was. Kanye West and that was the first time that I had heard anything to my knowledge of Gil Scott Heron Kanye sampled him on late registration same track that I played he sampled it for uh, I don't remember what the name what the song is called but it was for uh, the song that Common was on it was only common on the record. And that's the first time that I had heard Gil Scott. And just the lyrics alone. Very, it's very dark. It's a dark song. It's a dark song, no doubt. But to me, you know, I I love the uh the, the darker side of music, so song that's super soulful um almost a little upbeat in a way but once you hear the lyrics you know you kind of get the point so but that's the first time i had heard him so that brings me to kanye west boy 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 wake up mr west Kanye West, or or actually, as I like to call him, Hitler Yay. He's no longer Kanye West now. He's Hitler Yay. <laughs> He's on yet another tear. And once again, he's on yet another apology tour. <laughs> Where's Nas when you need him? He popping shit and apologizing. Well, I mean, let, let, let's get into it. I, listen, this man's mind is clearly. Let, let me. OK, let me state my case. At this point. Kanye West is controlled opposition at this point. He's controlled opposition. He He's not. So he's not an independent contractor. Whatever he's saying is it, not some independent, like he felt like he wanted to say it. No, at this point, he's controlled opposition. And, you know, like, you know, I, I, you know, when he went on his last rant, okay, we, 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 I, okay, I, I'm rocking with you. You know, they 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 cut the Adidas deal. They 
they they they blacklisting you it seems it seems like they're blacklisting you and and all this stuff so now don't get me wrong it's not like he's telling lies although I'll, you know some of it is his perspective but you know a lot of a lot of things that he says i find to be true but it doesn't matter the things he's talking about is not relatable to the average person it just isn't all the Weinsteins or the uh <laughs> whoever he's talking about this is the farthest thing away from any regular person's life or career or job or focus or anything so he's mentioning all these people who cares who cares and now he's out here once again attacking the same people that shut his ass down last time See, I know in his fragment, in his fragmented, divided mind, I know he has other things to say that are probably even more factual and more meaningful, but he ain't saying it. He's out here talking gibberish, out here talking broken English, out here talking sporadic. And at this point, I don't even care anymore. I, I gave it a shot. I don't even care. I don't care about anything Hitler Yay is talking about at this point. Because the point is, is that all he's trying to do is now he's trying to sell a record. That's it. Why every time this man, <laughs> why every time this man trying to sell something, here comes another rant. Anytime he's trying to make a deal, get some publicity, here comes another rant. How can I take you serious? How can anyone take you serious? Anybody in their right mind, how can they take this man serious anymore? You know what? Let, let's get to it. Listen, tonight, all I have is clips. We're going to get in and get out. Let, let's pull it to the side and let's do it because this, this ain't going to take long. So... We all know about this long ass, drawn ass out rant that he did. Let's play a little of it. Now we're gonna play a little of it because <laughs> there's a girl on here that keeps interrupting. <laughs> I don't know why she just felt compelled to just give her take on things. So she had to be dealt with. So let's 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 listen to this here. No okay i okay it's conspiracy theory but i i'm with him so far <laughs> i'm with him so far yeah. You get what I'm saying? Harley Pasternak, Pusher, yeah. your trainer. Yeah. Harley Pasternak, yeah. Jay-Z. Uh, 
You know what I'm saying? And then niggas be hanging around these niggas just for the money or some Mike Rubin shit. I slap the shit out of Mike Rubin. I see that nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, fuck these niggas, bro. Fuck these niggas, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my Farrakhan Don shit right now, bro. Because Let me take a pause real quick. Listen, I'm on the worst behavior tonight. So pop them if you got them, smoke them if you want them. <laughs> As my man Aitwin says, listen, <laughs> right now I got a blue moon right here. We're going to pop the top on this. Being a beer drinker. This blue moon go down like water. Let's continue. Guess what? These Jeezy's gonna sell. They sabotage the show today. They sabotage the Instagram. They cut off the fucking Adidas contract. Let's let's go forward. Let's go forward. Cause nobody with me. Everybody here, half the motherfuckers on a check. Half the motherfuckers just here like, ha ha, laughing at jokes, laughing at the raps and shit. Then I made these beats in my mama basement. I drew these motherfucking shoes since I was in seventh grade, nigga. Because when I asked niggas to step up, not one nigga stepped up. Not one that. nigga stepped up. I didn't think so, though. Uh-oh. You, <laughs> you hear this girl in the back. She is the one that keeps interrupting. She's got this this, this soft voice, but she she's the one that's interrupting. She needs to be dealt with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. None of the famous niggas, Math Carter, showed me out. You got what I'm saying? Nobody fucking said y'all saw me and see my kids. All y'all rich niggas got y'all kids in that Zionist school. Fuck Sierra Canyon. My my daughter ripped up the motherfucking couch. You hear like he's just name dropping. He's worse than the game. All he's doing is just name dropping. This is the farthest thing away from anybody that's in this room. Anybody that's we don't know these people. Who cares? Who cares? Just in the house to be able to be with me right now. Y'all don't know what's going on. For real. Where y'all TikToking and all that shit. Y'all put up with all that shit. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm in pop. I'm in Vegas. Like pop. My daughter had the Tupac fucking right, like t-shirt. So I'm saying, witness this shit. <laughs> right. I saw her today. <laughs> She's the girl. She needs to be dealt with. <laughs> Visit this shit. But I don't believe in nobody but me, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Y'all don't got to say we with you. You're not with me. No one's with me because no one's really with me. But it's God. just me and God. That's what I'm saying. And I'm still alive. That's it. No. And he's and using you. He's using yeah. you. That's the girl. You ain't posting. You ain't, you ain't with me. You ain't posting. When I text my kids, y'all ain't posting. See that? <laughs> All these people are clapping, but he's saying, y'all not with me. You, what are you talking about? Y'all not posting nothing? Y'all not posting nothing to help me? And yes, yay. Yes. Go ahead, yay. Y'all ain't stop the Adidas shit. God is using Adidas you. Crash the richest know. nigga all time. Adidas was begging. Wait a second. Wait a second. I put up one tweet, and then Ari Emanuel put, oh, we got to drop this nigga, and all niggas just watch. The only nigga that had the Trump hat. The only nigga that went and got them billions. The only nigga that's breaking through all kinds of ideas and fashion. I've been called a faggot so many times for tight jeans. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, got, I got niggas from Chicago that I... He's the guy that brought 
tight ass shit back. How how can I salute you for that? <laughs> right, wrong, or anything else in between? I'm not saluting you for bringing back tight shit. I'm sorry, I'm not. Take care of that. Still trying to sum me. Trying to say I can't go. The motherfucking G looking back on the baggy shit wasn't working either. But damn, can we find a, a, a medium? No, I'm not bigging you up for the dressing like pasa pasa. Nah, I'm good. Nigga, I'll be the way bigger fucks to you, nigga. You niggas don't take care of me, nigga. What? Who? What's that? Who you? Who you? Shut up. Who you think? No, hold on, hold on. Who you think the old man called? You. We put we put Drake on we put Drake on stage. Who the old man called? Vanguard. After that, Let's go you forward. have Putin. You have Trump. Listen, this is a 15 minute rant. I, I'm not. I can't. I can't. I will not. I've never watched this in its entirety, and I never will. Have all this shit, and after that, you got what all this shit is? Entertainment, Fuck Hollywood. Fuck Take that, run that back, run in the schools. What? A, I'm gonna give y'all one last thing before I go. Discernment, discernment. When, when I first put the tweet up, I was dealing with a divorce lawyer, and I explained, I explained to the lawyer what my issue was, and his response was to me. If you keep up this anti-Semitic rhetoric, then you won't see your kids. A nigga I knew said I couldn't have an opinion or I wouldn't see my kids. Y'all know who y'all fucking playing with? This is a vessel of God. He gonna burn. <laughs> isn't this guy selling his mansion now? Is, isn't he selling his mansion now? Don't he have to pay alimony? Didn't he lose that Adidas deal? It sounds like this sounds like begging to me, but let's continue. Read all your shit that I swear. I knew these niggas is trying to make surviving yay, surviving this way. That's why I sent it up while I was still in the high schools. Bill Cosby couldn't do shit by the time they got him. R. Kelly couldn't do shit by the time they got him. That's why I had to send it up. Because the same niggas that made him rich, the same niggas doing the documentary. Send it up. These these guys he's mentioned are a part of the industry, have been a part of the industry. They ain't got no say in nothing. Clearly, look at where they are. Let, let, let's let's continue with this man. Fuck Cootie. <laughs> Fuck oh, you. No. Cause everybody saw that third episode. Oh no, That's no, what the no, whole no, shit was no. about. Me selling opioids. I'm not even bipolar and area signs of autism from the accident. They're gonna hit me with a fucking medication, have us selling opioids. For them. They made me the face of bipolar. Okay, nigga, big farmer, where my royalties, nigga? Bought the fucking drugs you just sold off of the idea of yay being bipolar. I think I think that pretty much wraps up. Uh oh. They tell her this. There she go again. Yeah, take out, take out, take out. Uh oh. Sorry, come on. Uh oh. I'm just saying, I was saying, I'm just 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 sa
He knows the fucking shit. Why you sound crazy? Because my phone is Nah, because you think I sound crazy. No, you don't sound crazy. You're fucking legit. We're talking truth. We're talking We're not black. Race was made up. You're talking truth. Race was made up. Yeah. Okay. Brown Show me black. Show me black on the planet. Show me black. Everybody else, they fucking, they, they European. They Australian. They Chinese. They Japanese. Show me black on the planet. We march. Uh, black is a color, sir. No lies. It's entertainers. I already seen the other side, nigga. I seen the factories. I went up to head to head with these niggas, man. And I'm still alive. And I'm live for this moment to say this to y'all. As far as the Nicki Minaj shit, I don't care. Love for her husband, I met her, blah, 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 all this shit. I don't care. I made that girl rewrite her verse three times for Monster. I supported her. I don't care. I don't care. Let's, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Two minutes nigga. left. You understand what I'm saying? This really some years of Britney Spears shit, nigga. Listen, I, I'm just watching this so I can see them kick out homegirl. <laughs> That's the only reason. The same paparazzi that I slammed at the airport when they gave me my first piece of medication was the exact same paparazzi that photographed Britney. TMZ, 30 mile zone. That is what Hollywood is. Once you go in there, them niggas is around you. They gonna surround you. They in charge of that shit. They in charge of your fucking narrative. They in charge of your bank account. They in charge of your cars. They in charge of your record labels. They in charge of your football contracts. They in charge of your houses. Now, see, I this is probably. See, I never seen this. Okay, so this is probably. Now we getting somewhere, all right? Now we cooking with grease, okay? See, now now we getting somewhere. Now, I think this is interesting because at this point, I don't even think it's a theory of mine anymore. I feel like it's no doubt it's true as far as people in the Hollywood industry, many people in the music industry, Many people in a lot of different industries, but let's just keep it in the entertainment world. These people do not own their wealth. They don't own anything. For all we know, they're given an allowance. They're told what they can and what they cannot do. So if they want to buy a business or they want to, even if they want to buy a storefront or a brick and mortar, whatever, no, they got to go through a chain of command to get the okay to do that. You don't get the okay to do that. You're not doing it. Point blank, period. So I feel like a lot of these people in the, in the, in the industry do not own the, the wealth that they're flaunting around. Why is why is Nicki Minaj losing her house? Last time I, I last time I heard, she's losing her house. Doesn't she have enough money to to just pay for it in full? I'm asking questions, just asking questions. So that that's really my my theory on it all. In fact, if 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 Hitler Yay is right, these people don't own their wealth, including himself, including himself. And I'm saying 
Niggas be coming to me really like working with me talking about some where you gonna I'm gonna apologize. When they gonna apologize to me? When they gonna apologize to us? Yeah. There she go again. <laughs> Aborting us, locking us up, putting drugs in front of us, locking up all our leaders and calling them gang leaders. Who else is gonna put the community together? And anybody that could put the community together, they put them under the gym. And when I talked to Trump, he ain't never, he ain't never, he, he ain't never get Trump. Trump could have freed Fuck Larry, bro. Fuck Trump. You know what I'm saying? So Trump, look, you want our support? You have to promise, nigga, in writing, on your life, you gonna free Larry, bro. And that's not just it. The communities, nigga, it's so many acres in America. We don't have to stay in the inner city. We don't have to stay on top of each other. They motherfucking made the Twix double the size trying to make us free Larry. You, you might as well free Robert. <laughs> free Larry for might as well free Robert. That they doing this inclusive shit. They just made that girl Paloma the head model. They trying to push fucking uh, obesity to us. They try to they put us in a McDonald's commercial. They put your brother in a McDonald's commercial. They try to put me in a McDonald's commercial. McDonald's kills you, my nigga. They not putting healthy shit. You can grow fucking food right off the side of the ground, my nigga. You don't got to pay for all this shit. And fuck all this Chanel shit. Shit we do to impress niggas going broke to impress other broke people. Man. All right, all right, all right. That That's it, that's it. Uh, yeah, I guess that uh, the chick getting thrown out, that was another angle. I wanted to see from her camera. It had a video with... Uh, with with her it was her video and it ended when she got thrown out because her ass kept giving comments god got you 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 yeah i know adidas was begging like i always hated that anytime something break out there's always one loud chick like if like if there's a fight that breaks out anywhere, oh my god, stop it! Somebody stop, cola cop, stop it! Listen, <laughs> instead of yelling and giving you a commentary, you call nine one one. I always hated that. Anyway, so like I'm saying, Kanye he's trying to sell something right now. This man needs money. Man needs money now. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. A lot of the things that he's saying is, I feel, is true. I feel is true, and I feel like a lot of stuff. You know, obviously, son, I, he's out of bounds for a lot. Like, come on, free Larry Hoover. What, 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 what worth does Larry Hoover have now in in the uh, on the street? besides moralism <laughs> what 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 worth does Larry Hoover have community wise besides moralism you're not gonna get nowhere and just for the fact that he's teaching some some leadership like we we need the oh we need to free our leaders so you're gonna free leaders so they can organize people that's how Trump can prove itself but we're living in a time now where the whole leadership is dead. Lead your damn self. Be a self-savior. So just off that principle alone, nah, forget what this man is saying. This man is this man's mind is clearly fragmented. He's broke. He needs to make some money. 
So the best thing you could do for this guy is just buy the record, <laughs> buy a ticket to the tour. You know, in fact, I, I tell you what, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. See, th this rant is nothing but his apology tour. His, his apology tour. In fact, this man, he wrote an apology. He wrote one in English and one in Hebrew. Oh. They have, they have penetrated this man. <laughs> they have penetrated this man to levels I, I don't even think he realizes. They're having you apologize over and over again. Anytime you talk and you don't even have to even say anything about them. All you got to say is the word Hitler Jew. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. All you got to say is the word Hitler yay. All you got to say is Jew. All you got to say is Jew. And they're going to put a microscope on every damn syllable you speak. Every, every damn syllable you utter, they're going to put a microscope on it. So here's this man, Hitler Ye, on his apology tour. He says, I sincerely apologize. I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community. All right, let me calm down. I'm channeling Kanye. I'm channeling Kanye. For any unintended outbursts. Yeah, okay. Caused by my words or actions. It was not my intentions to offend or demean, respected, and I deeply regret any pain I may have caused. I am committed to, start, <laughs> to starting with myself and learning from this experience to ensure greater sensitivity and understanding in the future. Your forgiveness is important to me. No, it's important to your damn wallet. Okay, I'm interjecting. My, my bad. My bad, Kanye. Don't throw me out. Don't throw me out, brother. Um, <laughs> your forgiveness is important to me and I'm committed to making amends and promoting unity. Unity between who? You unity between your business and their business? Oh, excuse me. Well, yeah, because it is their business. Because he don't own nothing. He's a billionaire, but he wasn't a boss. He was still an employee. How you get to be a billionaire but don't own nothing? How are these rappers becoming billionaires but don't own anything? Diddy's allegedly a billionaire, but he don't own Ciroc. Shit, do we even own Bad Boy anymore? When's the last Bad Boy? When was the last person that dropped on Bad Boy? Is Bad Boy a defunct label? I I'm assuming that it is. I'm assuming it is. So how is this man a billionaire? Jay-Z, what does he own? 4040 Club done closed down. That hotel chain, never seen it. Uh, uh, Ace of Spades, he doesn't own. He's a part, part owner. He, he, he has a stake in it, excuse me. He has a stake in it, but he doesn't own it. So how's he a billionaire? Rock Nation? Well, I can see Rock Nation because 
is practically the feds <laughs> and all his artists he signed are practically agents he he hired jim jones as a uh what was it as a uh i thought it was as a as an artist but he hired him as a uh i don't even know i don't even know what the title's called but what's jimmy doing these days besides being in terrible rap battles Like, come on, man. These men are billionaires, yet they own nothing. But anyway, see, this is this is this is what you're dealing with, Hitler. Yay. This is this is what they putting this man through. This is what he's putting himself through. And, and then, okay, forget all the the industry stuff. Forget all the 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 the, the rants and stuff like that. Let's just take it to the music. Let's let's just let's just go to a musical level. This man still has a lot to offer musically. This man is is he's still a genius on a level. Musically, he's still a genius and that's really where his power is lying, but he still has great ideas, but even the music lacks. Donda I, terrible. Terrible in my opinion. These, I tried to listen to it. I tried. I, I really did. I really gave it a shot. Now, he has some, there's, well, maybe one, one or two records on there that I could play. But for the most part, I got nothing out of Donda. To me, it was still a very, I mean, for this, it's supposed to be an uplifting album or whatever. To me, it sound very dark. It sounded very muddy. I mean, like I said, he still has ideas, but to me, the music is lacking. There's nothing I can play all the way through and be satisfied. Not like college dropout. Not like late registration. Not like graduation. Not like, uh, um, my dark beautiful twisted fantasy these are great albums 808s and heartbreak these are great albums the music is lacking right now in my opinion you know and of course not to say that people can't change because obviously uh to a certain degree his sampling uh the you know his sampling techniques have changed a little bit but the music goes along with his fragmented, divided mind. Like, he'll have a great idea on a record. Like, the record would sound beautiful. And then he'll write, and then he'll come up with lyrics talking about a model bleaching her asshole. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. A model for bleaching her asshole, and hopefully he doesn't get it on his T-shirt. Like, come on, bruh, nigga. <laughs> what? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Just great. Some of the stuff is just great musically, and then he follows it up with some scoopity poop, scoopity poop. Scoopity doopity doop. 
This music is for five year olds now. This is this is why I'm 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 done with it. I can't. I listen. I when it when it all comes down to it, I'ma listen to the music. But in my opinion, my expectations are not high for it at all. I don't care who the joint album is with. I don't care who he's working with. He, he's he's going to be another one of those guys. He's going to be just another one of those guys that were at a genius level, but was brought down so low and had a tragic end. And he out here talking about Trump. Trump is the one that, that kept you safe. <laughs> Trump is the one that kept him safe. When he was doing the whole meeting with Trump, everybody remembers when 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 before Trump became president or after. I don't remember which one it was, but he was it was all of these art all of these people that was meeting with, with Trump. Steve Harvey and Kanye was one of the first ones. And the man damn near left that meeting with 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 a blonde. He dyed his hair blonde like like Trump, like Trump's hair. That's just showing he's aligned with Trump. That's showing he's aligned with Trump. That's showing that he's under the titty of Trump. So really, so when he's on stage talking about Jay-Z, don't send them killers at me. I know you got shooters. Talk to me, brother. When he's doing all of that, that man was blowing in the wind. He needed protection. So what did he do? He, he went to the president. Or the presidential candidate at the time. I don't remember which one it was, but either way, that's where he went to. And he was protected. And now he's talking about, oh, Trump, if you don't release Larry, what, what, what Larry going to do? <laughs> rap, Larry going to start another rap label. <laughs> Larry going to be watched by the FBI if he gets out. They're going to watch his every step. They're going to be digging through his trash and they're going to be picking through his vomit. <laughs> so let's move on. Let's move on. You know, it's a shame that, I mean, rap is the only thing right now that's really making headlines. I don't always want to talk about rap. Listen, I think from after this, it just can't be all about rap. I mean, some of this is just, it's depressing. Some of this is a little depressing. I Yeah, we're going to have to move on from rap because, uh, Although it's the funniest, though, so maybe not. So, staying on the topic of rap. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Now we got... Dr. Umar is back. Professor Umar. Oh, Professor Umar. 
Mr. Lord of Pan-Africanism. Here he is back. And of course, they, of course, they have to ask him a polarizing question on the topic of race. But I guess it even makes it better when it's on the topic of race and rap music. <laughs> so, you know, they go one of the best rappers of all time. According to who? You, rap fans. Let me say something to you. And this is going to my African <laughs> fundamentalism. No non African can ever be the best of anything African. It is an insult to the ancestors, it is an insult to the race, and it is an insult to every black person. Do you think I could go to Palestine and be the best anything of Palestinian culture? You never see that. You think I could go to go to Israel and be the best of anything in Israel, whether it be a cook, an instrumentalist, a dancer? Hell no. And we have to stop yeah, naming non-African people, I Joe. But I Stay with me though, let me finish this. We got to stop naming non-African people as being the best of any aspect of our cultural Joe, I think you because can. it is an insult. You can. It is an insult. We can acknowledge that the talent is the best. Yes, but, I can but, acknowledge Eminem's title. We should. He's, but let me tell you. Go ahead. What, what, for what, you to what put I him mean. at the top, let me ask you that's, this. that's white supremacy. Let me tell you this. That's white supremacy. What's, what's white culture? I don't see Eminem building no so schools and hospitals. We gotta I don't see DJ Khaled building no schools and hospitals. I don't see DJ Vlad building no damn bets in supermarkets. I mean, in their defense, I don't see Umar building no schools. <laughs> I don't see Umar building no schools. Why he out here talking about, I don't even know what that got to do with anything. I, I really don't. Somebody will have to explain to me what building schools and, and, and all of that got to do. I, I don't see the connection personally. <laughs> Man, I tell you, Dr. Umar is one of the most, he's one of the most funniest personalities on the internet <laughs> by far. I mean, he's endless, endless memes when it comes to Dr. Umar. Just endless quotes, endless memes. <laughs> you know... I, and I can't, you know what? I can't talk for Pan-Africanism because I'm not a part of that. I can't talk for whatever historical study he comes from because I, I don't personally, I don't come from that and I don't agree from, I don't agree with it. I think it's old. I think it's outdated, but that's another story for another time. As far as what we're talking about here, Oh, let me say one more thing. It's a shame where these conversations are had and you just got dumbass people in the room. I, I don't I don't I don't trust anyone opinion in that room whatsoever. None of them. So you have dumbass people having a conversation trying to break something down. I no. <laughs> and I wish listen, just watch this clip. And when they mention Eminem and Umar is, is speaking his piece, the guy next to him, his body language is just 
you can clearly see he's uncomfortable. You can clearly see he's uncomfortable. And he's not a white guy. And he wasn't a white guy. So clearly off the bat, by his body language, he doesn't agree with Umar Johnson. <laughs> it's pathetic. But like I said, Umar is uh, a really... He's 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 a throw he's a a really unique personality with a a, a throwback approach, I guess. Um, I think listen when I when I hear when I see this and I hear this, I I have to take race out of it. And once you take race out of it, I feel like he's got a point. I mean. There's no, there's no, let's just say a, a black American that can go to, to, uh, uh, DR to the Dominican Republic and be the best bachata singer. <laughs> He's not going to be the best bachata singer of all time. It's, it's not going to happen. No, they're not. I don't care. Then it's not going to happen. And I'm saying it's not going to happen because the culture will not not make it happen. I mean, look at uh, look at um, oh boy, I don't even want to say this name. Let's let's just do it. Look at Little Nas X. <laughs> you know, he was having a. I was working, you know, you have, uh, we have this younger, this younger girl that works with us. And so we mentioned Nas, we're having a conversation, me and my boy or whatever. We've been, we having a conversation. She's there. And I think somebody asked her, you know, you know who Nas is. She's like little Nas X. Oh, oh. It's not that you don't know who Nas is. It's the fact that you only know little Nas X. It, it would be better if you didn't know any of them. But it's uh, whatever. Anyway. But little Nas X, he made this little little country song that hit the country charts, I guess. They will never. I don't care if little Nas X does country music and he has hits for the next 30 years they will never allow him to be the greatest country artist of all time they will he will be nowhere near willie nelson he'll be nowhere near he'll be nowhere near uh travis trick <laughs> okay he he'll be nowhere near uh um uh, what's his name that passed away? Uh, he he won't be near Dolly Parton. He won't be near uh, George Strait. He won't be near none of these men, none of these artists. So I don't. I think he, what he's saying is not is not far fetched. What he's saying is not far fetched. 
for whatever reason, every culture is just not going to allow you to come in and and they'll proclaim you. They No outsider can come in and, and they'll proclaim, proclaim you to be the greatest, to be the best. It will never happen. Ain't no blood going to come in, become a crip now. And he, now he is the greatest crip. It's not going to happen. So all I'm saying is you take race out of it. I can see what he's saying. And I agree. But then again, I never felt Eminem was a top 10 MC of all time. Never in my life have I ever. Has he been a, 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 a good MC? Well, has he been a great MC? I think for the most part, he's proved himself. I think for the most part, he proves himself to be a very, very talented individual. But a top 10, top 10 MC? Nah, nah, I can't do that. We, we can't do that. We can't do that. And there's so many reasons. I I would have to have a separate show to even break this down. And I'm no Eminem hater because I've spent money on Eminem. I bought Eminem's first three albums, which is his best work by far. You you can throw out his all the rest of the body of work that he's had and you can just leave his three albums because that by far is his best work. Marshall Mathers LP, no, excuse me. Slim Shady LP, very, very good album. Marshall Mathers LP was the, the breakout album. That was gonna be the big one. So they tried to make it as 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 uh as grandiose as they could. Sold a lot of records. Last time I checked, it was in the top 50, I believe, of the top selling albums in the world of all time. Right with my favorite Eminem album, The Eminem Show. Now, I always say The Eminem Show was his greatest album ever because he had something to talk about. He had an abundance of content. He had abundance of things to talk about because you look at it, Slim Shady LP, he, he's just, he's getting in the game. This is his first record. Marshall Mathers LP, that's his breakout record. He's going to come with the singles. He's going to come with hits. He's going to come with, I mean, it was loaded with, with special guests, all of that. So he's going to do it up. Eminem show now, he's rich. So now he's dealing with the the aspect of fame now he's dealing with more family issues than he was probably dealing with prior now he's dealing with there's a hope now he's dealing with politics and relationships all of these things now and you can hear in the content of the songs um how much this was affecting him and this is how it came out in his music so by the time you got encore Oh, this man was clearly out of his mind. He he's he he's rapping things that don't even make sense. You know, like he's not even making sense. We're gonna march through the marsh. Oh, now he's going against Bush. <laughs> well, what good did that do? Because Bush was reelected. 
So it didn't matter. Like you could clearly see he he's he's on the downturn on Encore. And he was on the downturn ever since. Now you don't understand what the hell he's saying. Similarly, like, okay, well, just because you rap fast don't mean nothing. <laughs> I saw something that popped up online talking about, oh, Eminem, Guinness Book of World Records, fastest rapper ever. Really? Really? Are we sure about this? He's faster than Twister. He's faster than Twister? I'm asking. I don't know. They see it's they will do anything to 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 justify this man or 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 set him up to be the greatest MC. Well, he sold more rap albums than Tupac, good old Pacaraca. So he must be the greatest. He's sold all of these. He must be the greatest. Oh, his legendary battles. He's a legendary battler. He shuts down everybody he battles. Does he? Does he? Oh, listen, we would have to have a whole. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a whole show, Eminem. Or maybe, maybe we should. Should break this down because I said he's a very talented individual, but greatest MC of all time? Nah. I think Public Enemy said, don't, don't, don't believe the hype. Yeah, nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not putting Eminem above Rakim Allah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Sorry. I'm not doing it. Rakim made stuff. <laughs> we still breaking down his lines. What, damn near 40, 30, 40 years later. We still breaking down them lines. We still reciting them. People are still using them. He's still quotable. No, he's he's not going above Rakim. And I don't care how how people talk about, oh, yeah, oh, Eminem, he patterns, he patterns his rhyme schemes after Rakim. Not anymore, obviously. Because Rakim don't rap like that. <laughs> like that. But Oh, he, he patterned his rhyme schemes like Rakim. The only reason why Eminem would do that is because Ra did it first. Because when you when you when you first start rapping, you you gonna imitate the people that you that you, you that you are influenced by. So yeah, if he's doing that, yeah, it's because Ra did it first, not because great minds think alike. And that's what they're trying to make it. Like, oh, great minds think alike no he's doing it because he's a fan i'm i'm not putting eminem above big daddy kane i'm not doing it here i am r-a-w i'm not doing it sorry no i'm not doing it i don't care if you know their records or not no i'm not doing it I can't even put uh I can't even put M above Karis one. These these are trailblazers. These are people <laughs> These are people that are vanguards of rap music. I, I'm not doing it. I don't I don't 
You know what? Speaking of KRS-One, come to find out, MC Shan had something to say about this. Now listen, I respect Shan. I respect Shan because he say he says what he wants. Now, he might say what he wants with no teeth, but he says what he wants. How he wants to say it, whatever he wants to say, this man is not afraid of nothing. <laughs> man is not afraid of nothing. Says what he wants with no teeth. Hip hop, we got to do better. No, we don't need a museum. We don't need a museum. Get this man some teeth. Nas, you a part of the bridge. You you got you you almost a worth a half a billion or whatever. Come on, somebody's got to get Shan some goddamn teeth. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Hip hop, we got to do better. This is what Shan has to say. And Avenger, back then, only MC Search and Aaron Fuchs was allowed to be in the projects, being Jew and white or whatever the fuck they was. If you wasn't Aaron Fuchs or you wasn't MC Search, they wasn't letting you nowhere near the project, son. So, same thing with MC Search. If you want to say MC Search is a money, a culture vulture, fuck you, nigga. Search my man. I remember when he was down there in the gritty ground with me. Every show I go do with Roxanne Shante, who's standing outside? MC Search. Getting in that joint. Search was like another biz. Anywhere you go, wherever it was popping, Search was there. White boy. And like I said, MC Search and Aaron Fuchs were only the two white people. That could be in the projects 2 o'clock in the morning. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to them. They're going to get to their destination if you fuck with them niggas. Oh, it's going to be a problem for you. That's how it was, son. And so, Dr. Umar, I understand you on this black culture thing, but you're jumping on the wrong thing. Eminem, they said, that's their magazine. We don't own that magazine, sir. If that's their magazines and that's what they want to put, you do you read it? You prop must do. I don't read that shit that says Eminem is the number one rap. I never heard that shit until I heard you say it. Because you read their fucking propaganda. I don't read that shit. I never heard that shit until I heard you say it. Eminem is the best. Come on. But M deserves a motherfucking slot in this game. Because like I said, M was no Mark Zuckerberg. M was no rich motherfucker to just come rob the rap game and step off. M motherfucking came in this motherfucker. He had more problems than any black nigga. Why? Because black niggas get fucked up on cocaine and, 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 and mollies and shit. Eminem had fucking pill problems, son. He had fucking white boy problems. Yes, he's a, but these are white picked up. Oh, that was Shane. You love to hear the story. <laughs> that was Shane. <laughs> First off, everybody needs to listen to that last verse of the bridge song. 
the bridge people need to listen to the last verse of that song probably i mean i would say it was one of shan's greatest verses i might even say it's 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 i would put it in my list of one of the greatest verses in rap ever go back to that bridge song go back and listen to what he's saying i mean <laughs> shan was i what, what grabbed me with shan was was uh his voice you know they 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 put a lot of um not a lot but they put you know uh um you know the reverb on his voice his voice was already dynamic but it sounded even even crazier shan's definitely no doubt a legend but <laughs> anyways it's not a lot of whole a whole lot to break down here i mean I don't know why Shan is talking about this. I, I, I love to hear from him because like I said, he said he says what he wants, but Shan is is kind of um he's mixing and matching. He he's 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 kind of creating his own kind of type of narrative here or, or explanation without even understanding the damn question here. So now he's absolutely right about I feel, you know, because I've heard this before as far as validating cats like MC Search. No, I heard Search was in Latin quarters. I heard Search was in these, 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 these grimy areas. So you can't, that's something you can't take away from Search. So he says, well, there's two people, only two white guys that can come to the projects. Search being one of them and, and, and the other guy. So I believe this because I've heard this personally. I've heard this. But what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> uh, what does, um, what was he saying? Uh, what, what like He's talking about Umar must have heard read this in a magazine. Now, not to say that Umar hasn't seen this in a magazine, but Clearly, Umar was asked this on Joe Budden's podcast, and as we just played here, and he was asked a question and he answered it. So this has nothing to do with no magazine. So once again, <laughs> Shan talking, and he's completely out of the loop. Dude, his explanation sounded like, yeah, he lost his damn mind like he lost some goddamn teeth. <laughs> Nigga! <laughs> we gotta get it together. We're gonna get it together together. <laughs> We're gonna get it to oh beloved. We're gonna get this together together. <laughs> we, but yeah, he's he's talking, but yeah, there's no what is what does this have to do with rap? What does this have to do with uh what does this have to do with rhyming? What does this have to do with now? Obviously, you know, it's it's the the magazine and the internet's label. They're gonna make lists. They're gonna make these top five, top ten, top fifty, top a hundred, all of these ridiculous lists, and they do it just for people to talk about them. 
So, I mean, on on anybody's list, especially complex, especially complex. Yeah, they're gonna have Shady more than likely in the top, at least in the top ten. You know, if if they don't want to do the predictable thing, then okay, they might put him somewhere in the top five. But yeah, all this is their job. This is their job. And and what does somebody's um, street credibility and their uh, their creative output? What does that have to do with anything? So Shan is he's kind of out of the loop. He's kind of out of the loop. Um, he just he should have just told the story of <laughs> searching the other guy. Uh, only they were allowed in the projects, but but this is but you know Joe Budden asked this, and this is a polarizing topic. It's a polarizing topic. You're not gonna have a lot of in between. But yeah, we might have to talk talk about this at a later level. Uh, excuse me. We're going to have to talk about this. You know, maybe we might do another. Because like I said, to me, Eminem is a big, he's a, they've, it's the media and it's, and it's the media trickles down to the people and they've trumped all of this up. You know, they've trumped all of this up. You know, like they make things, they're making his resume a lot bigger than it really is <laughs> a lot greater than it really is excuse me come on the battles Look, we'll go through that we'll, we'll, we'll go through that another time I mean this has been said it's been said before so you know if 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 people want to hear it then we'll, we, we can break that down we can break that down but it's not to say that this man doesn't deserve. <laughs> yeah, so, see, okay. Yeah, that's another thing. It's <laughs> another thing. Shane out here talking about all of this stuff. Like, it's not to say that Eminem doesn't deserve a mention. No, I think his, I think his, uh, his, his, his work alone proves that. He, he deserves to be mentioned on some kind of level. But <laughs> they let this man damn near get away with murder. With, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, okay. Y'all gonna make me do it. Come on. Don't, <laughs> don't make me do this. All right. All right. See now. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. But since we here, now you can't leave. <laughs> you open the door, God, I'm at you, and you will leave. Listen. <laughs> you know what? They really gonna make me do this. So, <laughs> y'all let Eminem, y'all let Eminem dis. A legend. Y'all let this man 
get away from dissing not only a legend a legend but a pioneer in rap music nah nah we we can't have this this is straight disrespectful you can't have some no we're not having some young guy out here disrespecting grandmaster flash for whatever reason no we can't have this grandmaster flash is a pioneer he's a legend where's nas at <laughs> not little nas x where is nasir jones didn't he say something when nelly tried to diss was trying to diss krs1 come on but but eminem is out here trying to diss melly mel and really it was you know it was it was a light jab and then everybody acts like oh my god he murdered he murdered melly mel what, what would it look like for Eminem to have a diss song against Melly Mel? First of all, these are two different dimensions <laughs> clashing. These are two completely different eras clashing. That's like having some damn bebop, scoobop, dot, some big band <laughs> against John Coltrane. And, and his trio or quartet or miles davis like come on like this doesn't make sense this is the, these two things that's like having beyonce go against ella fitzgerald like nah no we we can't have beyonce talking anything about ella fitzgerald especially when she paved completely paved the way for somebody like that but see, no, I no, we gonna remember because we gonna go back. We we gonna go back. Uh oh. No apologies. This ain't a disclaimer. I'm the king of legend, the first Hall of Famer. Making diss tracks. I know you with that. Now everybody get ready for the kickback. Why you hurt? Why you mad? Now you look bad. Like a roach just crawled out of your foot bag. Get a pack clad, you black clad. Go to bed with no supper. Cause you gotta suffer the backlash. The top five is cap. You the piss just on the floor. <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> yo you the piss on the elevator floor of rap <laughs> yeah easily easily the best line in there <laughs> we're not playing that whole we are not doing that we're not playing that whole thing <laughs> now, I'm not saying it's a good record I'm not saying it's a good record these are completely two different eras trying to i guess trying to battle eminem drops one line oh my god he killed melly mel it's not even a battle this is not even a battle but they make it seem like oh he won that but it's disrespectful these are people that are not <laughs> that's like your <laughs> That's like your grandfather or, or somebody old trying to diss you. What you going to do? Slap them in the face? Because <laughs> they talking? No, you're going to be okay. And, and go about your damn business. And go about your damn business. Like, what would Eminem sound like trying to battle Melly Mel? It's one of the most ridiculous things. I, but... 
See, but they're going to add that to his resume. Then they're going to say he's the greatest. We're we going to have to talk about Shady another day. We're going to have to talk about Shady another day because... We, we still asking why he not battling nobody from his generation. <laughs> May I ask? Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> His palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Mom, spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti. All right. What else we got? Let's move on. Let's move on. Ah, here we go. Now, when we talk about MCs. When we talk about real legendary MCs, when we talk about MCs that got in the game just because of one verse, just because of one verse, you got a whole bidding war to sign this guy. We talking about AZ. The visualizer, the legend. AZ easily one of easily one of my favorite MCs of all time. He's somebody that you can listen to any song and it don't matter because he he not slacking on no verse. He come with, he he that joint it's gonna ring out every time. But he says something very, very interesting on Drink Champs. Now, I wish he said this on another platform because Drink, Drink Champs is a is a, is a it's a terrible show. Nori's a terrible interviewer. Um, you know, I, I get what they're doing, but there's something wrong with Nori. He's. He, he's a he's a bit of a he's afflicted. I, I don't I can't put my my finger on it. He says it's dyslexia, or, or what have you. But there, there's something else. I don't know if he had if he snorted bad cocaine back in the day. I don't know what it was. But either way, Az's on Drink Champs finally, and uh, he just mentioned something. Uh, very very uh interesting well something that i thought that was interesting so let's play that real quick hold on let me check my props here <laughs> checking my props gotta see if we won or not ah Ah, okay. I didn't win. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> it's enough of that now. Let's uh, <laughs> play this. Nah, shit. This nigga you saw the ghost. You saw the ghost. You saw the ghost. You got to walk with one more question for a while. Yes. So, say what you said, Bob. He said when they made more money, more murder. He told me he was like, "Yo, 
it was like we was on we was on another vibe. Hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. He just said the key word. So, <laughs> Az's on drink chance. He's talking about the studio session. It was him and Nas, Mo Money, Mo Murder, Do or Die. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping you know what that is. Now, if you don't, let me help you. Be bigger than the Jews. Bigger than the Irish. You could run the whole fucking country. You could be the next John D. Rockefeller. Nobody noticed us. Nobody gave a shit. But the bigger we get, the more we're taking. I need you to pull over and turn your hazards on. In a mahogany, black scenery that was lightning and raindrops. I'm tied up in a basement cocaine spot like Bangkok. I'm blindfold, Vietnam type mind control is torture. His accent sounds like the rarest culture. Asking me, my action be stabbing me gradually. Says his attribute was satanic, masonic, ironic. I felt reminded of my fast life ventures and winters. Blinded to the flashlight enters. Yo, done before the sunset. Call connect, get all the texts. I'm vexed. This Niggas off his sex, lost respect, let's off his neck, my caliber Got me thinking on a higher algebra See me, I'm just a spallisher, but you ain't got no stallion I'm in the bigger cheddar, G's and better, armor betters Armani sweaters, plus these crabs can never dead us More money, more motor, more homicide You catch that body, nigga, better have that alibi You never know, it might just be your time You take your ride to the pearly white gates Watch that suicide So there it is. Classic, classic, timeless. That's timeless music. AZ has a lot of this. Let's get back into the, uh, let's get back into this interview real quick. Like we seen ghosts and spirits and shit. Like, I said for probably for me, when I do write, I go into my zone and I, I you know, for my homies that pass, that's what come to my mind when I do jot anything down. That's that's my energy, my vibe. My vibe ain't but you that's why I get my vibe from then now. <coughs> Anything I do is it's from you know, I vet for the homies that's not here. You know what I mean? And they're my motivation, honestly. Cause um let's <clears throat> you know, be clear. I know we're jumping around, but um East New York at one point was the murder capital of the world. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? So um I imagine you grew up with a lot of people that you are not there. So is 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 that something that like because that's crazy, like like and it's it, crazy. It leave you shell shocked, right? Because right. it happens at fifteen, you know, when right. the homie down live right next door, get his face blown up. We young, we little boy, we still in junior high school, right? Right. You figure, oh damn, tragedy, somebody, I didn't, mm. a week later, the next homie, and a week later, the one down the block, and it's just, you know what I mean? That's how life's a bitch came about anyway, you know what I mean, from that. Right. Because uh, life's a bitch. And then you die. You die. All right. Well, let's get to it before we, before we go home. That was the mindset, right? Right. Get to it. Let's live for the people that's not here. Right. Peeps have never made it. Let's let's enjoy it. You enjoying it, you know? Gotta enjoy it. We gotta. We got to. Man. I mean, I gotta rhyme. All right. All right. Now, that's not your imagination. It was going a little fast. I tend to uh, speed up the, uh, the podcast a little bit. 
try to slow it down, but then I slowed it down a little bit too much. But you get the point. Man, AZ. AZ <laughs> seeing spirits in the studio. But that's real, though. This man understands. This man understands his responsibility. He's representing for those who's who's not here. So that song, More Money, More Murder, that song, if see, it's one of those songs that has an aura around it. I can hear it personally. I mean, there's a whole bunch of there's a I mean, there's a many, many songs that have there's a lot that don't have it, but there are songs that that do have it that are standouts. This song is a standout for that type of aura around this song. So when he says that they seen spirits in the studio as they were recording this this one record, oh, I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. But this man clearly knows his responsibility and and knows he he's honed into his ability. And he uses it accordingly. He uses it as the master lyricist that he is. If it, it fuels his lyricism. And this is why he's one of the greatest MCs of all time. And it's a shame because AZ is still kind of, in a way, he's considered still underground. He's still considered underground and, and, you know, although, you know, he's done well for himself and I'm sure he's made enough money to take care of his family and he's still uh, world renowned, you know, uh, but I would love to see AZ on a bigger platform. I would have loved to see AZ have a whole set on that Yankee Stadium 50 year hip hop thing that they did. AZ should have been there. AZ should have been there. If if Mass Appeal was on that, if Mass Appeal's on the uh, on, uh, uh, on the banner, yeah, AZ should be there. But well, it's just my opinion at this point. But I'm just saying, man, this man needs to be highlighted on a much bigger stage. And Drink Champs, yeah. No, giving flowers is not enough. This man should be presented how he is, which is a legend. He could sit on that stage with anybody. He can rap with anybody. And you can't say that about everybody. This man can go bar for bar, word for word with anyone. Yeah, AZ, AZ the legend, man. Uh, what's the joint? Uh, he did Do or Die 2. I think that came out last year or the year before. And now he's got the uh, record that just came out, Truth Be Told, which is uh, produced by Buck Wild. And it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's definitely good. Um, I don't think you'll find a, a, a bad joint on there. Something that... You can play fairly quickly.
but definitely uh definitely a, a, a good album definitely a good album so yeah peace to az and um peace to east new york peace to east new york N- not a place i i hang out frequently <laughs> what else we got we almost done here we almost finished here let's see uh We're gonna do the the end of this. We're gonna do the uh, the breakdown to uh, the movie uh, "Leave the World Behind" on Netflix. We're gonna talk about that. Before we do that, let's talk about this. Oh boy, oh boy. So <laughs> apparently. Apparently, the Honorable <laughs> Pastor or Reverend T.D. Jakes, we all know, is in another scandal. Now, <laughs> apparently, he's him and Diddy are quite close. <laughs> but see, when they say you learn something every day, I, I I officially learned what uh, a power bottom is. Somebody had to explain this to me. <laughs> what a power bottom was. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Listen. Man, this is a... This is this world is insane right now. This world is insane. All of these these terms, these words. But um I mean, does it surprise you though? Does it really surprise anybody? Does it really? Does it really surprise you, honestly? The only people that it it might surprise are people are Christians and people that follow this man. That's the only people who are surprising, really. <laughs> what are we talking about here? It's the only, and even those people, a lot of those people are gonna just they they're gonna they're gonna act like they're yeah, they're gonna act like they're indifferent in it all. And like, well, doesn't matter because it's God's man. He's God's man. He's speaking the word. So there's no reason to even have debates about this because <laughs> we were never surprised. I was never shocked at this. We knew what was going mm-hmm. on. We know that all of these people are in the same. They're, they're all in the same bag. Him, Eddie Long, <laughs> T.D. Jakes. Uh, uh, who else? Um, who's that? Uh, uh, what's his name? Um. Joel Alstein. In fact, that's what a lot of these people have turned into. They're not. They're not speaking. Uh, uh, this is not Christian teachings. These. This is motivational speaking. This is prosperity gospel, as they call it. So, this. This does not. 
No, this doesn't really do anything for me. I mean, if anything, it just says <laughs> we was right the whole time. That's all it says to me. But I said apparently he's intertwined in the whole puffy thing, and apparently he's been a uh, <laughs> a power bottom. But every per, every man should has have his day in court. Every man should have the right. If if somebody's saying something slanderous about you, if they say it's a lie, if there ain't no truth in it, then every man should have the right to be able to speak for their damn self. Every man should have their day in court. Let's hear what this man had to say. He's out here defending himself as he should. Let's hear what the good reverend pastor has to say. Some of you logged in or come in out of concern. Some of you come in to hear what I'm going to say. All of you who expect me to address a lie, you can log off. I will not use this sacred day and this sacred pulpit to address a lie when I have a chance to preach a truth. I will stand straight up, head up, back straight, and preach the unadulterated and fallible word of God. Because that is what the pulpit is for. But there will be a time. <laughs> Uh, you can stop dragging people and arguing with people and fighting and just log off. All you do is just hit the button. Right there. Log off. There is no show here. In the gospel of St. Matthew. Oh, damn. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> this nigga done scared me. In the gospel. It sounded like uh, it sounded like Teddy Pendergrass. Turn him off. I'm like, listen, I don't know whose house I'm in right now, but you better turn off these damn lights. <laughs> in the gospel. So that's his that that's his explanation. Is is that good enough for everybody? He says he's going to talk about this at a, as a, at a later time. Why he didn't talk about it there? I mean, just by you not addressing it, he says this is not for the pulpit. But just that you, <laughs> you addressed it on the pulpit, but really you didn't address it on the pulpit, but you addressed it. So <laughs> I, I don't get it. That's your man's. That's your man's. So I guess we'll, we got to have other means. We got to have other means to determine 
what what's going on here is there any truth here and and we we have to use other means we see that's the beauty of the internet now because now all they do is just all they got to do is just really <laughs> there's videos of you for the past what 20 years <laughs> there's been videos of you now for the past 20 years so all they got to do is just go back and 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 see if the foundation is correct now i i'm gonna say that that foundation been rotten from the beginning don't believe me well exhibit a why Jesus couldn't die on the whipping post even though they whipped him with the cat of nine tails until his entrails were hanging out his intestines were hanging out before he got to the cross he had been beaten so severely that most people died on the whipping post you know why Jesus didn't die on the whipping post purpose purpose will keep you alive in places that would have killed anybody else but some kind of way you survived it you bled you cried it hurt but you made it because it was written she shall not die here i have a place for her to go and some of you are living on purpose and you don't even know it anybody else that had been through what you've been through would have lost their mind gone completely crazy and threw in the towel but because god had another purpose for your life cancer couldn't kill you liars couldn't kill you hatred hallelujah hallelujah and amen you need amen. help feeding your babies god bless you. did this did this man just say that jesus his his intestines was falling out he was he was getting beat with the not with the cat of nine tails like TD does when he's with Puffy and his his entrails or his intestines was cut. how did he know that I didn't see I, I I didn't see none of that in the Bible shit I didn't even see none of that in the Passion of the Christ movie how does he know that how does he know that I, I I'm asking a question how did he know that? Boy, he better wish I he <laughs> He better be glad I wasn't there. Cause I, I would have just got on stage, grabbed the other mic, and I would have said, Nigga! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How does this man know? How did anybody not take offense to this? <laughs> if you care about Jesus so much, how? What? This is inaccurate information, obviously. Boy, mind control is mind control, is it not? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Mind control is mind control. It's the order of the day. <laughs> boy, boy, Lord, lo Lord, Lord, Lord.
man, I, I how how can I take anybody that listens to this man serious? How how could I? How could I? See, this is the man that I, I've heard I, when I when I go back home and I'm asleep. I gotta wake up to this in the morning. I gotta wake up and hear TD Jakes. I gotta hear Mr. Overweight, the overweight lover, TD, the overweight power bottom TD Jakes spew this nonsense with 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 the hot dogs on a on the back of his with a pack of hot dogs that's on the back of his neck. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> with his fuh. Fuh, everything is fuh, 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 fuh. I'm tired of this man. I've been tired of this man. They tell you if they don't get you in a the wash, they'll get you in a rinse. I tell you, man, this man has been out here running this game for over 30 years now. And he really thought he was going to get away squeaky clean. He really thought that, too. <laughs> now, now on the other hand, though, yes, it, it doesn't matter what another person, it doesn't matter what anyone else does in their bedroom. It doesn't matter what they do but, but behind closed doors. That, now, that's true. I don't think anybody should be interested in that. But when you're this, this, alleged spiritual influential individual you're portraying yourself to be this family man and this is what you do nah no it can't ride it can't ride no if you was doing something else yeah okay do what you would be the power whatever you want power bottom power top power sideways whatever you want to do but no you're supposed to be you see could you be a man of god and still <laughs> be involved in this type of behavior yeah but not as no damn listen you're gonna have to you're gonna have to break this down then don't give me no he sounded like somebody on youtube oh just click off just click you talking about a thousands of people in that church and you talk about people that's watching the click off <laughs> is that good enough for everybody <laughs> oh man boy i love this time what a great time what what a what a time of revealing what a time of exposing what a, what a time what a time I think, see, that's like the 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 stripper when they say we we we're strippers for Jesus. See, now I could respect that. I could respect that, honestly, honestly, and not because they're strippers. Personally, I don't even really like strip clubs, but I'm saying, if you're gonna, okay, you're strippers for Jesus, so that means you're in that world, but you're doing it for a greater purpose. So. <laughs> In your heart, I, I guess. So, or in your mind, wherever. So I'm saying, if you're going to do that, stand on that. They're honest about what they're doing. So if you're going to be a power bottom preacher for Jesus, then do that. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Can you feel me? If you're going to be a power bottom pastor for Jesus, who no one can sit here and and judge you because you t- you you being honest. This is what you do. Oh, hallelujah glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Are you, can you hear me? But nah, he's not doing that. He wants to portray yourself as a family man. Making movies like Women Art Thou Loose. <laughs> the fuck out of here. What? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? No, but you left yourself open to be exposed. And now, oh, we're going to go back and look at all your stuff. Now, oh, you shouldn't have did that. Now we're going to go back and look at all your stuff now. And yeah, you'll still have those followers. You'll, you'll still have those people, no doubt. <laughs> the mind control is real. Those people will still tune in. They will still turn up at your church. And that's cool. That's cool. But no worries, because in the end, we'll we'll all know the truth. And and the lay is just going to keep peeling back until there's nothing left. And if you didn't think this nigga was as guilty as I feel he is, I give you Exhibit B. I would have been swallowed up. Have you ever been swallowed up? Have you gone through a time of swallowing (laughs) where everything was overwhelming and you... I would. Oh, God. Lord, Lord, Lord. The blasphemy that just came out this man's mouth. <laughs> are you are you listening to this man? Been swallowed up. Have you ever been swallowed oh. up? Nigga! Have you gone through a time of swallowing Nigga! where everything was overwhelming? And you, I would have been swallowed up have you ever been swallowed up i can't i can't no more no (laughs) no no more no more you see what i (laughs) listen i don't care he did it yeah he did it after that yeah he did it what man walks around speaking this blasphemous (laughs) oh Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Let, let's move on. You, you No, no, let's not move on. Let's not move on yet. You know, <laughs> the only, there's only one more step left for this man. See, okay, so everyone can redeem their self. Anyone and everyone can redeem their self in this situation and this man can redeem himself excuse me let me fix this mic real quick td jakes can redeem himself no doubt all he has to do is be honest that's all he got to do is be honest (laughs) tell us what really goes down he's got to be graphic about it just tell us what goes down. Keep it real and, and, and you and you shall be accepted and forgiven. 
In fact, when you come out, when you being introduced, ladies and gentlemen, come into the pulpit. I've known this man for 30 years. He's been a fantastic preacher, a fantastic power. I, I mean, I mean, Reverend, put your hands together for the Honorable T.D. Jakes. Yes, T.D. Jakes. <laughs> now, when you come out, I don't want to hear no gospel music. No, I don't want to hear no, I don't want to hear no organs. I don't want to hear no tambourines. I don't want to hear no holly glories. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear none of that. I want to hear when you come out, I don't want to hear no gospel music. They need to play this. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Pull your Cadillac over and put your hazards on. That's all we need to hear. That's it. That's it. <laughs> take it back. Take it back to <laughs> take it back to limelight. Take it back to the tunnel. No, not the tunnel. The garage. Yeah, we don't want to hear no more gospel. That's what we need to hear. You want to redeem yourself? Let us know and then come out with that. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. These damn preachers. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. Let's get out of here. Um, see this breakdown of <laughs> i want to start doing more movies a lot of movies is not very interesting but there's a few that came out so <laughs> we're gonna try to break down <laughs> oh <laughs> i still got that joint in my head listen <laughs> that's what he need to do i don't want to hear no more gospel music it's time to turn it up now Yeah, it's time for T.D. Jake's congregation to turn up. That's what he want, right? He wants to be free. Let him do what he want. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> I need to take my ass to... I need to cook and take my ass to bed. So let's, let's do this real quick. Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. Let's break this down. Like, I heard this movie. I've heard the breakdown by a few people. Um, I don't really hear uh, people really getting much out of this um, out of this movie you know everybody knows at this point I mean you gotta be pretty dumb not to realize that there's a, a ton of symbolism, symbolism in this movie you know if you haven't discovered that then you damn near been under a rock there's a, a ton of symbolism on this movie I'm going to let other people break that down. Um, you know, you had the NASA shirt and the uh, 
what the, the the two kids in the movie the nasa shirt and whatever but let, let well let's overall talk about this movie so basically this family rents a home on long island they they rent an airbnb home on long island they get there and so they go to they they go to the beach everything's fine until they hit the beach and they're laying out and then this big oil tanker ship or whatever they see it coming closer and closer until it hits the uh till it hits landfall till it makes landfall now they know everything's wrong so the wi-fi isn't working and um they, they're not getting no tv signal and so something's wrong obviously so they're gonna wait it out so then the family that owns the home comes back and they need a place to stay they were away and they had to make an emergency trip back home and here they are so now you have two families um the second family was played by i think is uh I don't remember something Ali Mar Marshala Marshala Ali or whatever his name is uh and the and his daughter who was kind of a little baddie I never seen a per I never seen her in any movie this is the first time I seen her you know she got a little body on her but <laughs> so um but yes yeah, the father and the daughter um oh all-star cast by the way all-star cast i mean you got ethan hawk you got julia roberts you got um uh kevin bacon you got um marshala ali um you know in the in the, the the their children in the movie i didn't recognize uh but yeah this is a seasoned cast no doubt seasoned cast so so now they have to coexist in this house together while they try to figure out what's going on. And in the middle of that, you see all these things that happen. And okay, so we're going to get to some of it. Listen, the movie's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it by now, you know, whatever. You know, you see it, you don't. So in the beginning of the movie, Julia Roberts has this dialogue. And that's really the strength. Oh, okay. I'm moving too far ahead. Let's start here as well. <laughs> so, turns out, I believe the executive producers are Barack and Michelle Obama. Excuse me, Barack and Michael Obama, if you will. Oh, we're going to lose people with that. <laughs> oh, we're going to lose a lot of people with that. Click, click, click. <laughs> it's a thumbs down button there. So, you got... Obama, the Obamas that are executive producers in this movie. Very interesting. I had seen that and I thought it was very, very interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it would make some sense. Um, apparently, this was a novel before it became a movie. Uh, I believe two men wrote this movie and of the two men, one of them had directed this movie so there you go with that so anyway the opening scene you have uh ethan hawk and julia roberts she's packing and she gives this whole dialogue about this realization that she has and at the end of the dialogue she says 
you know, I realize how much I hate people or something on, on, on that line. And so I heard this. I hear people say that all the time. Oh, I hate people. I hate people. You know, and I, and I kind of understand because I used to say the same thing. But really, when I thought about it later, I'm like, oh, it's really just the baggage that people bring that people carry around. That's what I really hate. It's not the people that I hate. It's the baggage that they carry around. But anyway, the beginning of this movie is all about she's having a self-realization about life and a perspective on life in general. I implore you to listen to the dialogue not just in this opening scene, but listen to the dialogue in this movie because that is where the keys lie. So we got the opening dialogue. Um, we got the boat hitting the beach. Um, somebody peeped that the boat had said, uh, I don't know, it's some kind of historical reference of the early of a early of the early days or something like that. Look, I'm gonna tell you off the bat. Okay, like with every movie, every movie uh, is uh, it's like a picture. A picture tells a thousand words. You can go to a thousand people that have a thousand opinions on this movie. Now, from what I've seen in this movie, on a mundane level, on a regular human ass level, this movie, um, for me, from what I've seen, is basically this house represents America so we all know just like Kanye we're Indians we're really Indian <laughs> easy there Kanye but basically what he's saying is that we're really Moors we're really Moorish it comes from the uh, it really comes from the history of the Moors so Basically, this house is owned by Moors. They represent Marshall Ali's character and his daughter's character. So they leave. They rent their place out and allow this family to come in. This is, you know, whatever, white people or whatever. So, yeah, white people. <laughs> so they come in and now they're. So they, they've made themselves at home. Then when you see the scene where they come back, they did a great uh, a great shot where you see uh, Ethan Hawke and Julia Roberts inside the home. And then you see Marshall Lee and his daughter outside. I got to stop saying that because I don't know if I'm saying his name right. So <laughs> this nigga might listen. This, that's not my name. All right. Okay. So, so Ali, <laughs> him and his daughter's outside and they show like a split, uh, 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 a split between their outside and, and uh, the family's inside. So it's almost like, so basically they don't even know who the family are. It's like they never met them. They've made themselves so much at home and they've been there for a, a period of time that they forgot that the damn home belongs to them so they have to almost 
negotiate their way back inside their own damn home. Oh, this is America as a whole. This is America as a whole. And then when you go through the movie, they're going through all this slick talking and, you know, he's trying to be this esteemed gentleman that has integrity. Oh, would you like a drink? Uh, can I go get some water? He's asking to get water in his own damn house. <laughs> Come on now. Like, this is America as a whole. This is America. And you see this more and more through the course of the movie. So I don't even want to get on that because I'm not really concerned too much about the mundane, but it'll come back. So in the movie, they also, oh, okay, uh, I forgot this. So when the oil tanker hits the, uh, when the oil tanker hits the beach, they run back home. Everybody runs back home. And so Julia Robinson, Ethan Hawke are talking in the kitchen while the kids are back in the pool having fun. And they say the kids seem to have completely gotten over it like it's something they've seen on a show. They're just on to the next episode. This is what Julia Roberts say. So they're talking about the mind. They're talking about the mindset that a person should have. They, the mindset of a child. When they say have the heart of a child. See, children can adapt to things. You can you can do the worst things to children at a young age, but they can adapt and get over that eventually to some degree. It's only when uh, only when they become an adult and they're confronted with a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it, it becomes trauma. But whatever happens to a child, they can get over it very, very quickly and move on to the next thing. So it's about having the innocence of a child. You know, that's really a key. And in fact, a lot of adults, they grow up and they actually lose a lot of that. They lose their imagination. They worry too much. They're stressed. You don't see no child that's stressed. If, if a child is in a stressful situation, it's just like being poor. We were talking about this the other day. When, when, when we, when, um, when my mom and my stepdad, when we moved to Long Island, we didn't have any furniture. We didn't have any table to eat on. We were eating on boxes. But we but we we adapted. We wasn't reflect as as children. We didn't reflect on what we didn't have. We were only concerned about what we had. Now, if anything, my parents might have been stressing and I didn't see it. But at the time, you know, I still I still hear at least one of them stressing about money and all this stuff. And we don't have enough. But anyway, even though they're doing a whole lot better than what they were. But. Yeah, children is not concerned about what they don't have. They, they, they're working with what they do have. And that's the mindset of a child. So. That's what they're talking about as far as, you know, oh, they've completely gotten over it. A damn ship, this giant ship just hit the beach and then they're back home in a pool having a good time. This is the mindset to have. He also mentions uh, Mesoamerican mythology in the movie. You hear Mesoamerican mythology? That just equals Moors, basically. 
So that was another that was another giveaway. Moors, you know, Moors, black, nigga, American, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure we're on the same page. It's all the same thing. In fact, <laughs> there's a there's a book that talks about this. It talks about man, uh I'm looking at my shelf now and I don't I don't it's over there but I don't want to get up. But anyway, it basically connects the pyramids from Mexico, South America to the pyramids in Egypt. Same science, same style of holo- high, uh, excuse me, um, <laughs> one too many blue moons, right? Uh, same style of, of, of science. No, actually not even same style of science, excuse me, same science. Okay, so how is that possible? No different from the pyramids that are here in America. Same people, same science. So it's a book that connects. It connects those two regions. So these these were these were the 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 same people. These were the same people, and the whole book goes through the whole thing. Uh, if anybody's interested, I'll, I'll I'll let you know what it is. I'll let you can't borrow it, but I'll let you know what it is. Uh, anyway, um, then they have all the animal behavior. Uh, they have the deer that that uh, that that come out that only the little girl sees it at first. The um, the daughter uh, of uh, Julia Roberts she sees uh, the deer, and I mean it's 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 hundreds of deers. So, and also too uh, in the movie uh, there's a part where these uh, flamingos come in the pool. They they. Uh, they're all flocking to the pool. So that that only means watch out for strange animal behavior in these times. Watch for strange animal behavior. When the animals act strange, you know something's about to go down. So that's that. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, they're having a conversation. And they're saying, uh, this is why I prefer life before the internet. Um, what else? Uh, they have another scene where there's a whole there. <laughs> so, uh, they figure out that, um, they figure out that, oh, it's some hacker that hacked into, uh, the government and, so all this stuff is happening. So they try to leave the house now. So they're leaving the house, but they can't go any further because they find all of these Tesla cars that are pretty much barricading the road. So that only means is that all y'all that is in these Teslas, <laughs> that only shows that they're remote controlled. They're control. They or they can be remote controlled. And they can go anywhere. And who's to say that if there's any type of situation that they could actually barricade and isolate areas by having these cars basically block the road. 
And the crazy part is, is that there's damn near some kind of Tesla uh, uh, dealership probably everywhere. Probably no doubt in all 50 states at this point. So yeah, that only shows that they can be controlled. So, you know, um, in fact, at this point, when I see a Tesla on the road, I, I move away. Listen, I'm moving. If we in three lanes, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going the farthest away from you. Three lanes, four lanes, five lanes. I'm getting away from you because them Teslas, they just be stopping on a dime anyway for no damn reason. <laughs> now, this could be somebody, this could be a malfunction or this could be somebody pressing a button. I don't really care. I, I do not like being on a road and being behind no damn Tesla. Never will, never will I ever. Shit is like Penguin controlling the, the Batman, the Batmobile. <laughs> they put a, a sensor under Batman's car and now Penguin's controlling it. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> they were talking about Teslas. <laughs> anyway um let's see okay so there's a lot there's a, a some dialogue here um okay so this is this is ali's character in the movie he's sitting down and he's he's having a drink with julia roberts character and so they're talking and like i said the dialogue in this movie is the key they're sitting down having a conversation and he basically says, I always thought of myself as a sophisticated man, seeing the world for what it was. Now I wonder that thing I thought about myself, what was it all a delusion? See, this this is this is humanity in a whole. This is humanity. See, all of these people in this situation they're coming into self-realization through all of this all of these wild events they're coming through self-realization that's why the dialogue in this movie is the key now this self-realization is humanity as a whole you think of yourself as a sophisticated individual you think of yourself as an intelligent human being you think you tell yourself all of this shit oh i'm an intelligent human being i dress good i look good i can fuck for the next four hours without no viagra i can do all oh i'm 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 lord i'm god i'm all of this stuff <laughs> and then he says and then he mentions was it all a delusion and it is all a delusion because this is not real. This is a projection from your mind. <laughs> this human, this is the matrix. This is the matrix. <laughs> Plain and simple. You think that you this badass individual, but that's only your ego telling you are telling your telling yourself that you are that. Now, when you get into the true scheme of life, you is what, what the Gnostic called the wailing worm. You are nothing. You a speck of dirt. You, you are the piss 
in the elevator of <laughs> of of spirituality <laughs> human yeah <laughs> it just looked like a roach crawled out of your book bag <laughs> yeah that's you you look like a roach just crawled out of your book bag you think you this sophisticated intelligent human being but you're nothing and the reason why you're nothing is because you have no you there ain't no knowing in you you believe you are you think you are but there ain't no knowing in you there's no what makes you who you are is not based on what you have and and and, and what you can show people is based on your own spirituality this is how i gauge people this is how i gauge people this is how i gauge people Shata, shata. This is how I this is how I measure people. I ain't measuring people by what they have or what they don't have. How many how many people you been with? How how what what car you get around in? Yeah, yeah what shoes? How clean your shoes are? I, nah, I ain't got time for that. No, I came here and I measure people by their consciousness. I measure them by their spiritual their spiritualness, the quality of their minds. I measure people by that. And usually during a conversation, oh, you can tell. You can tell where people are. Now, I'm not hating, I'm not gonna hate on somebody or 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 look down on them because, you know, every blade of grass don't grow at the same rate. So I'm I'm not gonna look down on you because, but at the end of the day, you got it or you don't the end and i mean (laughs) what and and sure we 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 can be cool but you you really offer me nothing because i'm i'm trying to build you know i'm i'm trying to i'm i'm i find inspiration in things and if not then i inspire my damn self i don't need other things to inspire me but i like other things outside of me to inspire me and usually it's the minds of the people and it's about and, and and the mind is built upon your own spiritual value that you have. And we're not talking about the spiritual value as far as you going to the mosque or going to church or, or thinking Yahweh, Jehovah, Jesus or any of these people. That's not spiritual. It's nothing about that spiritual nothing about spiritual that you can quote a book no matter what book it is i don't care if you was reading a book of the dead just because you can quote it doesn't mean anything now what you take out of it what you what what you what you can take out of it what you value and what you apply to knowledge wisdom and understanding now that's something that's something to hold on to and that's a personal thing. It's not about telling other people. That's a personal thing. But when you talk to others, you can really see what they're about. And most people ain't about nothing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And amen. Amen. Yeah. Most people ain't about nothing here. Yeah. He's realizing that. This whole humanity and how one how one looks at 
himself or herself is a delusion. This is all ego. This is the, the ego's way of, 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 of helping you to survive here in humanity, telling you that you're a sophisticated man, telling you that you're intelligent, telling you that, yeah, you did that. You got your masters, masters, came back, got your PH, all of that. Nah, that don't, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything in the true scheme of life. It's just something to raise your damn humanity up. Let, let's let's go further in this. Um, then she says, "You dig, you dig deep enough. It's probably all a delusion." Listen, <laughs> listen. If you dig deep enough, it's probably all a delusion. That was her response. Yeah, if you dig deep enough. You will see that this is all a delusion. You all you telling yourself this. You're not looking at you're not looking at what is 3D reality, third dimension reality. You're not looking at your own mind. How it's fragmented. It's 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 <laughs> you're torn between polarities and whatnot. This is a this is an illusion. And you're under a delusion. <laughs> Man, did see the 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 key to this movie is the dialogue. And then she says, then she says this, people are terrible. I mean, look at how I treated you. And then he gives her a look like, bitch. He gives her a look. Oh, people are terrible. Look at how I treated you. He look at her like. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> it was like, bitch, what? But see, what she's saying represents white people in America. Not, not the ones listening to this show. <laughs> not the ones listening to this show. She's talking about white people in America. She says, I'm realizing how terrible people are. Because look at how I treated you. Yeah, look at how you treated. Black people, so-called black people. In this country. We invited you in. We gave you a place to, to stay. We gave your children titty to, to suck. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Amen for that. We gave you titty to suckle on. And then look at what you did. You forget that it's our home. You put your feet up on our couch. You is it. Y'all done had y'all done had it for so long you forgot it that it's ours. Look at how you treat look at how you treated black people. But see, it's this mentality that many people are realizing now. See, this is about consciousness, and the consciousness is currently being raised up. I believe we talked about that last episode, I believe. But 
Either way, the consciousness is being laid up. So many white people are, I see it all the time. Many white people are coming into a self-realization that there are things that they have denied that now they're able to see now. Took them long enough, but this is the reality of it. Took them long enough to see. There was a guy on YouTube when they do them uh, reactions, they'll do album reactions, song reactions. There's a guy on YouTube that is basically, basically he's into whatever, rock and roll, metal, anything but rap. He was shitting on rap for years. The 90s, you know he was shitting on rap in the 2000s because it was over by then. But <laughs> so, so he goes back and wants to do a reaction video of people in a chat, I guess, told him to do Illmatic. Told him to do the album Illmatic. So he goes back and listens to it. And now that he's had his own realization, his mind is now ready to listen to this rap album. And he's like, man, as he's listened to it, you can see his, his mind just going through it because he's denied this, this, mute this music form he's denied it for for probably decades he's probably denied it for decades he's downed it he shit it all on it i'm sure and now he can get it and this is an example of what's happening in america or what has been happening in america now for at least what at least for for 30 40 years now this has been happening and now we're at the tipping point because now they see everything that what what black people well part of the reason is that everything what black people been through and what black black people been talking about in this country now they're going through because now hey we're all most of us are broke <laughs> most people are broke they are getting kicked out of their areas they are bringing in other people to replace them so yeah, this is this is um so then like I'm saying, she says people are terrible. I mean, look at how I treated you. He looks at her like, "Bitch." Then he says, "Now we're enjoying a drink together." See, now that we understand this, see now that we can all rap now. Now we can all go to the party now. Now we can all chill in the projects now, some projects. Now we can all we can we can all enjoy the the benefits of what America has to offer. See, we done been through the storm now. We've been through all the race all the the, the race wars and all the the discrimination and all the all the everything, all the history. So now here we are sitting down through all this difference. Here we are now sitting down having a drink. So then they talk further in the movie. And then he says, probably this is probably the biggest conversation or probably the most important conversation and the most important dialogue in the entire movie and I didn't write it all down at a certain point I just got tired of writing but basically he says 
you know, people talk about conspiracy theories about a shadow, a shadow group of people running the world is far too lazy of an explanation, especially when the truth is much more scarier. And she says, what is the truth? Because she believes he knows a lot more than what he's alluding to. He talks about knowing all of these uh, people and being around all of these circles and stuff like that. And she says, well, well, what is the truth? And he says, no one is pulling the strings. When events like this happen, even the most powerful people hope for a heads up. This is the most important dialogue in the movie. If you don't watch the movie, just fast forward to this part because this is this is it. He's saying that the thought about conspiracy theories and a shadow group of people running the world, the explanation is far too lazy. And he's right. Because he's talking, see, what he's talking about, because when he says, um, when events like this happen, even the most powerful people hope for a heads up. See, what he's talking about is a cosmic event. He's talking about a cosmic event. And in a cosmic event, ain't no Illuminati, no 1%. None of these people, no billionaire, trillionaire, or whoever, none of these people have any control of none of their harp, none of their uh, collider, nothing that they can do can stop or prevent a cosmic event. So he's saying when things like this happen, all they want is a heads up. See, and the thing is, though, I think they realize that They've gotten their heads up now at this point. Well, <laughs> and there's nothing they can do about it. Just recently, they came out and said, and, you know, if they telling you, then <laughs> there's some kind of agenda attached to it. But basically, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg had bought uh, all of these acres and acres and acres of land to build this bunker. Well, first of all, why would he build this bunker if he's going to build a bunker? And, <laughs> and why would he tell you about it? Why would he tell you about it? That's number one. But number two, I'm sure he's not the only one that has paid hundreds of millions of dollars to create some kind of underground bunker or something like. Because at the end of the day, once again, consciousness and spirituality is the order of the day. But everybody ain't going to act the same. Everybody is not going to behave the same. So there's some people that's going to realize how long they've been fucked over for so long. Taxes upon taxes upon taxes. After you even bought the damn thing, you got to pay tax on it or whatever. You've been working all your life only for everything to crumble down. Some people, when they realize that with this reality really is or aspects of this reality that wasn't real at all oh boy 
they gonna be knocking on the door of them bunkers. But at the end of the day, there's gonna be nowhere for these people to, to, there's nowhere for them to run, there's nowhere for them to hide. They can run to the water, but the, but the sea's gonna be boiling. They can run underground, but they're gonna have to come up. They can go in the air, but what goes up must come down. So there's nowhere for these people to run, but they'll do everything to create these bunkers to, to at least attempt to get away. Almost like when there's a coup d'etat happening and the the leader le- and the, the president or whoever leaves before that new regime coming because they know there's going to be a beheading in town. But more importantly, once again, they're talking about a cosmic event. The same event that's happening now with the Beetlejuice star that went supernova, the energy that everyone has called on, every mother that's lost a son in the street, every every father that lost his daughter, whether she was kidnapped raped or whatever everybody that's lost a close friend whether it was police brutality or murder or whatever it was everybody that's been denied uh whatever they've been denied even though they've they 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 had the right credentials or they had the right skill or talent every dream that was deferred See, this is the energy that people call on, whether they realize it or not. For everybody that woke up with roaches on their face in the projects or whatever, this is the energy that these people call on. And so here it is now. Consciousness must rise. Spirituality must rise. A new mentality must rise. Now is the rise of the dead king, like they said in the ISIS thesis. This is the rise of the dead king. So we're talking about a cosmic event that is happening where things align and they show you this in the movie. Boy, they show you this in the movie where the son in the movie, Ethan Hawke's son, he doesn't feel very well. He's he's a, a, a what he's like 16, 17 or whatever in the movie. And all of a sudden he wakes up and he doesn't feel feel well. And he goes to his teeth and his teeth, he easily pulls out his tooth and then he pulls out another. So we, he begins to lose his his teeth. So before this scene happens, they show the planets aligning, the the moon aligning, the sun aligning, the earth aligning, all in one line. So what they're showing you in this movie is the cosmic event. Why else would they show you? Why would, why else would they have this scene in the movie? <laughs> why else would they have it? Because it was if you think about it, it's pretty random. It's pretty random in the movie. This movie had nothing to do with 
you know, uh, um, space, <laughs> anything outside of that had really nothing to do with it. If anything, satellites, but they didn't really, you know, get into that too much. But they show the planets aligning. So they're showing you a cosmic event that is happening. So in the movie, they explain it. Um, they go to uh, Kevin Bacon's house. She realizes that she saw him earlier. Julie Roberts saw him, saw him earlier in the movie. Um just packing up water and packing up supplies, she realized that he knew. So Ali's character knows who he is. So they go to his house to see if they can get some medication, whatever. And they go through this whole big scene where they're, you know, he's got a gun and he, he wants nothing to do. See, Kevin's baking, Kevin, Kevin's baking uh, character. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I know I'm getting tired. Kevin Bacon's character uh is that kevin's bacon <laughs> anyway uh his his uh I'm, I'm checking time so his character represents the maga hat wearing uh um <laughs> woke talking or work woke resisting <laughs> uh trump trump uh voting it represents those people it represents the uh those type of people the the red hat wearing people now these are the or or the doomsday preppers and all of that stuff so quite and quite naturally these are the people that are now really dealing dealing in conspiracy well what they call conspiracy theory so when he's talking when they're trying to figure out what happened to the sun, he's saying that there's a signal that happens in a movie. It's an audio signal. And it's like this real shrill sound, you know, like feedback. And what he was saying, like, is the feedback uh, is, uh, I think he's, he's like, basically it's like radiation or something like that. And that's why his teeth falling out. Now, I mean, I know this is a movie, but my question is, well, why is he the only one? So he's like, okay, well, at the end of it, after they're done flashing guns and he don't want to help him and then he decides to help him, he gives him some pills and was like, okay, here you go. Take that. Give that to him. He should be all right. Now, to me, what that showed me is that, okay, you have the planets aligning. You have this cosmic event that's happening. You have his teeth falling out so you have a physical reaction to this cosmic event so that only is showing me that he's getting his what they call a light body basically this is once again the dead king rising and this is a reaction of that because this is you now getting your quantum body this is humanity or or this this level of humanity now has to transform. Do we know what the next level of, of or the next phase in life is? No, we don't. Now, whether we do or whether we don't, it doesn't matter because everything must transition. 
so does humanity, as will humanity. So this showed me is that this is, and and, and once again, uh, this is the ISIS thesis. Um, man, if you have not, once again, I would say go through Panic's lecture, listen to that because basically it's not even, you know, you have to listen to what he's saying verbatim. All you have to do is listen to the breakdown of the symbols. They're breaking down the uh, uh, Egyptian Book of the Dead. They're breaking down these symbols. And so once you have the key and the, the, the key players in this, because all of these symbols are basically describing what is happening within the body. So, <laughs> so man, this is it. So the ISIS thesis is a heavy, it's just science, science. She's just giving it to you. It's not really no, no, it's not really much commentary as far as whom, why, or whatever. But basically, she's giving you the key to this. And this is why it's taken so long to decode because now we are in a time of true self-realization the, the beetlejuice energy is nothing but the christ energy as you know it's been called well i'm gonna you know i'm gonna call it that quite frankly i haven't heard nobody else call it and maybe they did maybe they didn't but this is the christ energy negroes <laughs> everyone the Christ is back Christ is here oh I didn't say Jesus oh I didn't say Jesus I did not say Jesus amen Ra amen Ra I'm talking about I'm talking about the Christ energy is here this is why your babies are coming out uh, uh, smarter than than ever. This is why people are becoming conscious and changing their minds. This is why people are focusing more on themselves, whether they realize it or not. Oh, you got to you got to focus on yourself. You have more of that now than ever. This is why people are more concerned about expressions and in and, and, and different ways through art and 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 um, and different ways of, of self-expression. Trying to. Trying to understand more about themselves. Now, if this ain't you, then, hey, you <laughs> well. You missing the boat, but at the end of the day, this is what's happening. This is the Christ energy that's rising every day. See, this is why they have to make this movie. <laughs> well, we'll get into that, but oh, the Christ is back. The Christ is back. This is why TD Jakes needs to be exposed or is being exposed. Because there can be no more secrets. You cannot deceive anyone anymore. The internet is going to rip you apart. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. 
because you've been doing this for far too long and there's far too much evidence. And after a while, people are going to see, not everybody, but many people will see that you've been a fraud forever. People don't believe in the government no more. People don't believe in politics. People don't believe in any of that. People in America don't even believe in the military no more. Quiet is kept. Oh, we we gonna talk about that later too. People don't even believe they just get going there because maybe they don't know what to do, or they going in there. They're not going in there to defend no country. They trying to get their little uh uh uh. They trying to get their Dodge Charger and and and, and, and ease on down the road. They, they, everything has changed. Look look at the relationships between men and women. That yo baby, yo baby, yo bitch here, come here. Bitch, get over here. <laughs> bitch, get over here. You you hear me talking to you? Hey, yo, bitch, get over here. Them days is over. Men are, are now having to deal with their feelings. They, now men have to, oh, men don't cry. Yeah, that, that's over with. Now men have to deal with, with their trauma one way or another. Now they want something meaningful. They don't want to just, they don't want to just screw anybody and everybody. They want something, they want a meaningful relationship. That alone tells you how the energy is shifted. Women, now they're in a position where they don't need no man like they did at a certain time in life. Like like they might have did maybe in the 80s or the 70s, definitely 70s and, and, and before then. Them days is over. Now, if they get in a relationship, hopefully it's, it's well, not, ho- well, yeah, hopefully, I guess. But it's something that benefits them in a certain way. And it doesn't even have to be financially because, like I said, they're making their own money. But what I'm saying is that now it's a meaningful relationship because it's not just I got to get a man to support me. No, I can support myself. What else do you bring to the table? What else can I learn from? Holy glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. <laughs> can you feel me? Can you feel me? Yeah. Oh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, it's time. The time is now. Now, I'm not saying everybody going to feel it. One way or another, there's going to be a reaction to it, no doubt. Everybody's going to react in a different way. That Christ energy is here now. It's not going anywhere. And that's why those people have to run to bunkers. That whole, uh, in this movie, you had the emergency test. They showed you the whole emergency emergency test on, on the screen. See, now that coincides with the emergency test we just had. I got this a day. What was it? A day before this happened or the same day I get a call from a family member who I'm not going to mention. (laughs) They tell me, listen, between uh, whatever time, 1.30 and 2 2 p.m. or whatever, make sure your phone is off because the government's going to try to steal your information. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'm saying okay, but in my mind, I'm like, nigga, they already have your information. What, what, what is there left to steal? 
what, what they gonna steal your 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 search history? I'm like, huh? But see, obviously, this is of a a, a person that is not really dealing with the 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 real information. This is what the um, this is what happens when you don't study very much. You know, like you ever have somebody older come to you and tell you something that you've been knowing now for like 10 years. Oh, you know, at 9-11, you know, it's an inside job. No shit, Sherlock. No, <laughs> no kidding. Really? Tell me more. Tell me more about this. Like, we done known this for 20 years. Now here they come. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, now I, shut up, bitch. Yeah, now that's what I'm seeing in my mind. I'm like, oh, okay. But so they're like, turn your phone. So I'm at work. I forgot to turn off my phone. All of a sudden, here come that emergency shit on the phone. Funny enough, I turned that shit off. I'm like, they're trying to take my information. <laughs> you ain't had to worry about them taking your information. You just give it to them. <laughs> when you. When you sign on to Google, you just give it to him. Anyway, so yeah, like, so that emergency test, yeah, it, there's definitely uh, no coincidence there. They showed in this movie, and that definitely coincides with the one we just had with our with 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 our cell phones or whatever. Um. So, uh, what else? Let's, I think we're pretty much at the end here. Um. So um, there's a clip. I don't remember what part this is, but basically it says as awful as people might be. It doesn't change the fact that we're all that we're all we got. Now, I don't know who said that, but at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to as far as humanity. As far as humanity goes. Yeah, that's it. And we've been divided for so long we've got away from this and so now we're in a position where now humanity is vulnerable all you need is well quite naturally humanity is vulnerable because if you put all your eggs in a basket of humanity you ain't got no hope you ain't winning nothing you're not winning nothing. I don't care. I don't care how, how great your life is. I don't care how much money you have or where you live. You have nothing. Humanity can do nothing for you in the end. <laughs> At this point, it, 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 it's spirituality is all you got. You might. It's like when Trump, <laughs> like when Trump said to, to black people, he's like, you might as well just vote for me you gonna trust these people like look at what they've been doing for how long you you might as well vote for me it's the same thing you you might as well go towards spirituality and some sort of a, a, a understanding because at the end of the day you ain't winning with humanity now at the end of the day yep we all we got because to a certain degree there is, uh, unless you know how to get off the grid, which 99% of people don't know how to do, 
But unless you're going to get off the grid, we all we got. And I don't even think people fully realize that yet because they still need further evidence. So we'll, we'll wait for that emergency system. You know, right now they're hitting for, they say that there's going to be massive power outages, massive powder power outages in, in, uh, in, I don't know if it's North America or wherever. I'm sure it's probably North America, to be honest with you. Definitely America. So right there, what are you going to do when the power gets shut off? When there's no Wi-Fi like the little girl, the little girl in the movie, the Wi-Fi goes out and she can't see the, the last episode of Friends. <laughs> oh, listen, we're we going to get there right now. Um, in the movie, they also mentioned microwave weapons. They also mentioned this in the movie. Now, microwave weapons is something that hasn't been talked about a whole lot. Um, we are definitely going to have a show on that no doubt because there's something to connect that with there's something to connect that with so we definitely going to be talking about that later but um i think that was um that was the uh the the signal the that uh that feedback sound and what they say would cause the kids teeth to come out but really that's just a guy talking it ain't no damn microwave weapon but just the fact that they mentioned microwave weapons, you know, is something that, you know, is not really talked about in public a whole lot. But there's definitely uh, some information on it. So they mentioned that one. And so, like I said, the little girl at the end of the flick. So so during the flick, <laughs> she's trying to watch the last episode of Friends. She went through all the seasons. She said, oh, it makes me happy. So once the Wi-Fi goes out. All she wants to do is watch Friends. So she's begging her parents, you got to check the Wi-Fi. You got to get the Wi-Fi. So they can't do nothing about it. So in the end, they talk about this this bunker that this uh, this bunker in the basement that this a neighbor has. So this little girl ends up over there while the parents and everyone's looking for her. This little girl's in there drinking juice, eating cereal and all this stuff. She go downstairs everything is is everything is powered up and there's also a dvd collection which she see friends she takes out the dvd she puts the dvd in there she starts watching the last episode and that's how the uh the the movie ends and spoiler alert <laughs> if, if you ain't seen this shit by then well oh well but anyway so <laughs> she's sitting down watching now the last the last um the last episode of Friends is called The Last One. So, I mean, these, listen, this is probably the, the Obama's best work because shitty presidency, no doubt, a shitty presidency. But whatever they're doing, it, it 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 whatever information they gave in this movie it worked it worked you know it's just that you know i guess you had to have a little bit more information and this is what i found you know like i said if anybody found something better or greater or more relevant then sure i love to hear it but this is what i found but whatever information that the obamas have given this is their best work and basically 
they're telling you this this the last one this is it michael jackson tried to tell you this is it this is it they're telling you the the last episode of friends called this is the last one which basically means you can say that this is the last warning we going to give your ass this is the last warning we giving you leave the world behind They're not saying go to the moon, go to Mars, go to Venus, go to Jupiter. They're telling you to leave a mentality. I'm saying leave the or leave a human mentality. Now, humanity has its place. But when it comes to your own spirituality and your understanding, there is no place for human thought. There is no place for logic. time to grow up it's time to exercise knowledge wisdom and understanding hallelujah hallelujah and amen amen it's time for the it's time for an enlightened understanding not about necessarily the world but yourself See, when you understand yourself, you can understand the world. As above, so below. They're telling you this. Leave the world behind. Leave this petty shit alone. Leave this low thinking alone. Leave these low vibrations alone. It's time to completely clear your mind with the things that you think you know. It's time for that dead king to rise. And it's not going to rise with the people. It's not going to rise with the masses. No, it can only rise within you. Only you can come to this realization. I cannot realize it for you. Your, your, your kids, your children, your babies can't realize it for you. Your wife, your, your, your husband can't realize it for you. Your girlfriend, your your boyfriend, your <laughs> your significant other, they cannot realize it for you. You have to realize it for yourself. And you can't help them to you can't make them realize it. You must leave this world behind. It's simple, but quite clever. <laughs> you must leave who you think you who you think what you think you are this intelligent sophisticated individual no you're gonna have to go into the darkness <laughs> oh you gonna have to go into the darkness hallelujah hallelujah and amen amen you don't get light from light you can't get light from the familiarity of what you what what you know already you can only get light from darkness which means you're gonna have to dig you're gonna have to dig deep you're gonna have to oh you're gonna have to go within you're gonna have to turn the night light out turn it out 
I know you're afraid of the dark. Turn your nightlight out. Adults that's afraid of the dark. Ooh, that's a new. It's ongoing. You're going to have to turn off the light. Turn off the TV. Turn off the television. At night. Television up there watching you. Oh, you have to go in the darkness. And if not, no worries. There ain't no worries. You ain't got to get it all. You ain't got it. No, you don't have to get everything because you can always come back to do it again. <laughs> you can always come back here to do it all again. Oh, you're going to oh, you're going to be themselves. You're going to start multiplying. You're going to be wishing and washing in the womb, turning upside down, getting strangled with the cord. You're going to be coming out vagina all again, only to experience this whole thing on yet another and another lifetime. So. Listen, do what thou wilt with the information. You ain't got to listen to me. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Remember, the only people listening to this show is you probably know me. You, you stumbled upon this by accident or you're familiar with this information. It's, it's your spirituality that gives you true, true value, not this other stuff that don't matter. So, yeah, we got to do a lot of leaving this world behind. So I implore you to get into your own thing. Get into your own thing, man. For real. Work on yourself. Work on your art. Work on work on something that you find value in. I could I could show you what I find value in. One of my hobbies, I love photography. I love it. I can't see a life now without it. So I so I do it. I don't try to do it. I do it. Check me out. Check me out. Self Savior 418 on Instagram. Just check out my work. You know what I mean? Check out my work. If you like it, like it then. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's what a friend told me too. Like, how people watch videos and they consistently watch these videos and they don't like it and they don't subscribe. I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm listening. Now I find myself doing it. Like, listen, I watch these videos all the time. No, I'm subscribing. I'm liking. No, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta change this algorithm thing. So, yeah, this person needs some shine. I like the information. I'm gonna like their stuff. So, you know, self savior 418 Instagram. It's where a lot of my work is. And we just and also um I don't make too many YouTube videos, but we're going to be doing more YouTube videos. I only got one up there. I only got one up there, but we're going to be doing more of that. So once again, self savior 418 at YouTube. We're going to be doing that too. So, but the point is to this is, and, and <laughs> I want to say, no, I, I'm not passing no collection plate around. <laughs> I, I want nothing from you. I, I make what I make, you know, for me and mine. So I don't want nothing from you. I don't need I don't need you to 
you know, I have nothing to sell you. I, I don't want to control you. I don't want to do none of that. All I'm here to do is study, ask questions, and show my ass appropriately when it's time. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So we must leave the world behind and we must leave this goddamn podcast because I've gone on far longer than I would have liked to. And whatever I wanted to do, it's very little time to do it. So I want to say peace, peace to everybody that has lasted this long listening to this ranting and rambling we're going to come back again a little bit more frequently. We're going to come back with some interviews, come back with some more reviews, uh, and just come back with uh, any old thing that's happening now in the world that uh, we find relevant here because this is all about becoming a self-savior. I don't have no self-savior army. I don't have no... no no we're not saving we're not saving each other this is something that has to be in you this is a message that has to be in you already you must you must know it already now sometimes some people need a little you know encouragement or some a few words to get there and hopefully i can give that if not you don't have to pay me no mind don't worry about it i'm nobody right don't pay me no mind so I want to say peace to y'all. We'll catch you again next time, man. Peace. Oh, 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 oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait one second. I'm not done yet. I ain't done yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Actually, we're going to end it on this, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I ain't done yet. Let me be clear. I ain't trying to go to T.D. Jake's church. I don't want to go to his church. I will never step foot on those steps and in that congregation. But one church I will go to, I'm going to go to this one. <laughs> and I just rap because it, you know what time it is. Me under the blood, under the blood, me say me under the blood. Jesus cover me under the blood, under the blood, me say me under the blood. Jesus, you be cover me under the blood. In the morning when me wake up, and the blood that Jesus me take up. And when me feel like me, I go break up. Put the blood on me face just like a makeup. In the morning when me wake up. And the blood that Jesus me take up yeah. And when me feel like me heart break up Put the blood on me face just like a makeup Under the blood Under the blood Jesus cover me Jesus you will cover me Say under the blood Under the blood Jesus you will cover me Jump on this Listen Christian I fight some things with them not see. So old demons and principality. Remember the temple, keep it holy, sanctify, justify, give God the glory. 
fighting against three terrible enemy. The world Satan and myself against me. One day and nineteen poor it and me. I met me trapping the devil and it. Say under the blood. Under the blood. Jesus cover me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And amen. Amen. <laughs>